dear friends i am dr anil bansali director jini health mohali and former professor and head department of endocrinology pgi chandigarh today i will be talking about the combination treatment in the management of type 2 diabetes we have all seen that during the past decade there is a sea change in the management of type 2 diabetes you have got a plethora of oral anti diabetic medications one and secondly you have got a change in strategies for managing the patients of type 2 diabetes previously we all had a sequential approach that you fail with a one drug then you add another drug and then you add third drug and eventually to achieve the target hemoglobin a1c now most of the people believe that and most of the guidelines also ada asd and as they also recommended the use of combination treatment particularly in early stages of a disease so your treatment will be intensive your treatment will be faster and your treatment will be aimed to achieve the target hemoglobin a1c as early as possible so the ada asd guideline says if the hemoglobin a1c is more than 9% you should start with combination treatment and the as is possibly more aggressive when they say that if your hemoglobin a1c is even up to 7.5% you can use the combination treatment so one of the very good why we have dared to use the combination treatment even at a lower hemoglobin a1c as suggested by the ace is mainly because the newer drugs are very modest or it's a glucose dependent insulin secretion that is the dpp4 inhibitor one and secondly sglt2 inhibitors they act through insulin independent mechanism that's why we never had an this opportunity to treat with sulfonylurea and metformin to begin with there was always a risk of hypoglycemia but the risk of hypoglycemia is almost shelled off and that's why we can use a combination treatment even at a lower hemoglobin a1c because of the availability of these anti hyperglycemic drugs which very rarely or unusually causes hypoglycemia so one of the very good combination is lenalidocaine and empagliflozin i think that these combination is basically looks like a made for each other it's a complementary to each other so why it is complementary to each other because at a higher hemoglobin a1c your empagliflozin will be highly effective because the sglt2 receptor expression in the proximal convoluted tubule of the kidney is maximum at a higher glucose level once you reach the lower glucose levels or hemoglobin a1c something around 8 then the efficacy of the sglt2 inhibitors reduces at this point of time the lenalidocaine as a dpp4 inhibitor takes care and helps to achieve the target hemoglobin a1c so i think if you use this combination at a higher end point then the sglt2 inhibitors are very very effective and later on their efficacy is reduced which can be taken care by lenalidocaine which continues to act even at a hemoglobin a1c of 6.5% without the risk of hypoglycemia the another reason to combine this class of drug is the counteracting the effect of glucagon the sglt2 inhibitors intake is associated with increasing glucagon as an adaptive response by the liver to produce more glucose in response to glucosuria so this effect is counteracted by the dpp4 inhibitor which inhibits the glucagon the reduction in glucagon by the dpp4 inhibitors may be the direct effect of this class of drug one and secondly the paracrine effect of insulin on the alpha cell that may be another contributory factor for reduction in glp reduction in glucagon and lastly this combination has also found to be useful 
to reduce the incidence of genital mycotic infections, which is prevalent when you use SGLT2 inhibitor, both men and women, certainly higher in women than in men. But this prevalence, this incidence is reduced by the use of this combination. And that is mainly because of the fact that the DPP4 has got many enzymes, like DPP1 to DPP10, and certain of the enzymes are expressed by these bacteria. So they are inhibited by the DPP4 inhibitors. And that's why you have a reduction or you have a reduced uh, incidence of GMI when you use the combination of treatment. So what I will suggest you is that in clinical practice, if you are not able to achieve a target hemoglobin A1C, one, and secondly, if the baseline hemoglobin A1C is something around 8 plus, then best is they use the combination of metformin, linagliptin, and empagliflozin. So this combination will certainly will help you in achieving the target hemoglobin A1C below 7% at the earliest possible with minimum side effects and targeting almost uh, six out of eight, the uh, risk factors for or octate of diabetes. Thank you.